This is One in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 54 is a weekly show devoted to topics related to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to One in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning, I have a repeat guest. Um, I have Harish Bikmal, who is the founder and CEO of Zenevieve, on with us again. Harish, good morning. Thanks for being here. Good morning, Eliza. Thank you for having me again. Uh, more than welcome. I always love it when guests reach back out to say there's got, you know, they've got some new updates to talk about, and we're happy to, to pass that along to our listeners. So, um, and with you, Harish, is Yuvraj Sethi, who is the founder of the Buddy Program, which is one of the new aspects of Zenevi that we're going to hear all about. Um, so, good morning, Yuvraj. Good morning. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, so, Harish, when we uh, talked last time, you introduced uh, me and our listeners to Zenevieve, uh, which is an art-based program. Um, there was a lot of sort of personal motivation, I think, um, involved in the development and the founding of it um, that you shared with us. And then um, we talked a lot about what you were hoping to see happen in the future and, and the growth you were hoping to, to see, uh, as well as the engagement and participation by more and more people. So I'd love to get it uh, both an update, but first, could you go back and give us a little summary, you know, start at the beginning again and, and remind us of the story of, of how Zenevieve came to be? Sure, Eliza. Um, we have a son uh, who is 19 now, but he was diagnosed with autism at two. And probably we heard the same words that many parents dread to hear, like he may have to be in an institution by five and things like that. Right. Um, however, when he was about 10 years old, um, he, we, by chance, we found that he may be interested in painting. Now, mind you, he's on the severe side of the spectrum. He's nonverbal. At 19, he's like a five-year-old now. So imagine when he was 10 years old. Right. right? Um, so we worked hard on that, and uh, we tried to help him as much as we could, you know, four or five hours of painting a week kind of, you know. And what we found in a few months was he was painting on canvas, and that was the first thing that gave us a real ray of hope that he can do something in future, right? Mm -hmm. As parents, uh, like other parents, again, you know, me and my wife constantly worry and wonder what's life after him after us, right? And mm -hmm. we felt maybe there is something here. And then we had to, decided to do a fundraiser for him and we had about 50 pictures. And when we announced it to the community and friends and family, we received more than 100 paintings donation donated by the community and Maybe. many of them and many of them we didn't even know who they were wow so Maybe. so word word must have spread you had people who were then telling people in their circles exactly about what you were doing i love that Fantastic. Right. And uh, so first thing is that was just Florida's, right? I mean, you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then on the day of the fundraiser, with over 150 paintings, they were gone in under four hours. Wow. And so we started thinking there is something here that is going on. right? But then a few weeks later, we were at a local restaurant and there was my son's art on the wall there, right? I think they were probably at the fundraiser and um, my son didn't, he ignored it first. He didn't even bother. Suddenly he woke, got up and just stood next to the painting and started looking at it. 
and then we see this smile on his face mm-hmm. you know as parents and a person who is not very expressive my son that was worth everything for us right <laughs> and that gave us the actual you know real motivation as to hey this could mean something and then what followed that was amazing like his interest for art grew and he wanted us to take pictures of his art with him in it and things like that oh that's right? great <laughs> so what we realized was that he, you know that recognition of his art by someone right and people at the art fundraiser saying hey this is beautiful kind of thing give it a real boost to his self esteem and moti- and motivation to do further or learn further mm-hmm. so that was on one hand you have this community help and we had this hidden potential in my son seeing that and then i went out to a couple of companies and started asking hey do, do you buy and lo and behold the answer was a yes uh, and uh, resounding yes honestly and then that's when i started talking to a lot of other parents and i found that at least one in five of these kids had some kind of a visual spatial uh, artistic talent again i'm talking about 2015 2016 right again i'm telling mm-hmm. you how it went uh, came about uh, and many parents didn't even know that these kids can paint Mm-hmm. that was the or paint or some you know know the strengths again not to blame or anybody right we didn't either but the thing is as you know the parents are constantly struggling on a daily basis to address various challenges it's these trends easy to overlook them under that kind of a stressful right i mean so many families are just trying to survive every day exactly right so right the goal was then you know i realized how oh, on one hand there is this hidden potential on the other hand there is this community that is so supportive and on the other and on the third leg you know if you so of the stool is the business is supporting it so can we leverage the community and the business right to mm-hmm. help these individuals right at the same time can we deliver some value to the indie businesses using the art mm-hmm. so that's how zanavi was born okay right and uh, so since then uh, we have had over 50 businesses now that we have provided art to in different shapes and forms mm-hmm. um, and i think last time when we spoke i forgot how many but either 8 or 13 were the number of artists and uh, we started growing and you know like many of uh, many businesses we also faced headwinds are facing it faced headwinds uh, big time since march of mm-hmm. last year sure. and uh, the nice part of the pre march was quite a few corporations were talking i mean we were in conversations quite a few corporations then you know when march that happened and then boom uh, and everything because employees are working from home so mm-hmm. art is not even at the top of mind for anybody right right not even a consideration <laughs> so uh, what we did was we started uh, launching new products and new programs to help the individuals as well as go after new markets one of the things we are going after is healthcare mm-hmm. hospitals uh, and other healthcare facilities mm-hmm. and we also launched a few new products the big one is the jigsaw puzzles yes 
right? And uh, you can find on Amazon, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And uh, we are that you know that one was a thousand piece puzzle, and we are hoping to launch a series of them, which would be even be helpful for the smaller ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I've had puzzles out the whole pandemic, pretty much. It's one of those things you can do. <laughs> uh, and then uh, yeah. and then the other thing that we noticed at this time of the pandemic was even young adults who were living either independently or with support were back home. Many of them are yes. most of them. Right, right. Right. Um, so we started thinking, how can we really help them? And, uh, you know, that's when the... You know, and again, of course, we also know about the social isolation of our families and individuals. Mm -hmm. So uh, Buddy Program appeared to be a great fit there to do that. And that's how that's the other program we launched recently. All right. That is a wonderful overview. Um, during the second half of the show, we're going to talk about uh, specifically about the Buddy Program. We only have about two minutes left in, in this segment. So I want to just take a minute to go back and ask you um, the word Zenevive. Where does that come from? Got it. Uh, Zen is, uh, you know, the art of enlightenment, sorry, the enlightenment or the state of mind. Mm -hmm. And Aviv, if you reverse it, is what V-I-V-A, Viva, is uh, life or new life or a new beginning in Latin. That's how, right? I mean, so... That's how it came in existence. And then we also learned later that uh, Aviv in Hebrew means same thing, uh, new life, uh, etc. So that hopefully we can give a peaceful new life to the artist. That's the goal. Right. And uh, so right That's now great. we have 27 artists go and go. I was going to ask you, yeah, so you have 27 artists. And do they range in age, Harish? Are they, are they um, is, it, is there a wide spectrum of, of younger artists and, or, or artists that start with you young and then keep, you know, stay with you in, into their young adulthood? Or what, what's the range? Right. Um, given that we ourselves are pretty young, um, but we have uh, kids from nine years old to 59 years old. Wow, I love that too. That's great. And uh, many of them, though, are in their early 20s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, many of them. Again, you know, we are hoping that a lot more we can, uh, quote unquote, catch these artists young and help them grow. Uh, yeah. But uh, for now, most of them are young adults and, uh, you know, they're just out of school, high school and uh, wanting to do something. Exactly. And many needing to do something because a lot of the structure that, that comes along with being in school is no longer there. Exactly. Um, and, and, uh, and, and for so many folks, including their families and caregivers, it's very difficult to come up with idea after idea after idea or, you know, programs. So it's, it's fantastic. I love it. I also love what you said earlier about um, the story you told about your son seeing the art on the wall of the restaurant and how it obviously spoke to him. Um, it reminds me of, a, of an interview I did many years ago with a few artists who uh, live with us at Anderson Center. Um, and there, these are these are adults. They were probably in their thirties, um, and they were uh, some were painters. Some some do a lot of pencil drawing, um, just various forms of art. And I asked one of the artists um, what, like, you know, what his what he wants. Sorry, what he wants um, people to feel 
when they see a piece of his art up on their wall and uh, and he's he, without skipping a beat, he just said, I want them to think that that's the best piece of art they've ever bought in their lives. And, you know, exactly. I mean, it's just one of those universal feelings of pride when um, exactly. and when you know, you, when you love something and then you see that somebody else loves it, too. It's great. Absolutely. And for us, you know, we have at least 80 people so far I know parents of young kids who are now training their kids either in art or music after hearing my son's story, right? <laughs> now, there's nothing more gratifying and heartening for a parent to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, you're making an impact. All right. We need to stop this uh, this first half of the show. Uh, this is 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. Pass it on. Imagine a little lady who wouldn't give up her seat on the bus, a TV host who wanted to be your neighbor, or an inventor whose 10,000 failures didn't stop him. These vivid images all share the same caption, inspiration. These people just did their best and they inspire us. Now, what will you do to inspire others? Inspiration is in you. Pass it on. From passiton.com. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. Welcome back to 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and with me this morning are Harish Bikmal, the founder and CEO of Zenevive, and the person we're going to hear from now, Yuvraj Sethi, who's the founder of the Buddy Program. Now, Harish mentioned the Buddy Program uh, was, it sounded like somewhat born out of the pandemic we are all living through, and your recognition at Zenevive that in addition to sort of the the, um, the ongoing isolation and um, challenges with getting out and accessing resources in your own communities when you have a loved one living with you on the autism spectrum for so many families, you throw a pandemic into the mix and that isolation becomes a whole nother story. Um, so Yuvraj, you are the founder of the Buddy Program. Why don't you uh, tell us all about it? And and uh, I can't wait to hear what this is, how, how this is connected. Yeah, so I guess I can start from where it came from. It started uh, when I was shadowing a physician in a pediatric office, uh, and that's actually where I met uh, Mr. Bickmore and his son, Himmel, uh, who has autism spectrum disorder. And it was there that he had shown us uh, an art calendar where each month had one of his own paintings. And I really was amazed at just how remarkable that artwork was. You know, he was unable to communicate verbally, but he had learned to paint as a way to express his creativity and his feelings and emotions. And, you know, I, I like to think about it as almost, you know, he had found his voice in his paintbrush. Um, you know, I, I was just inspired by his spirit and his talent, you know, seeing his eyes light up as he showed us his paintings uh, and how his behavior and mood completely changed as he flipped through the pages of the calendar. It was just, um, it was just amazing to see that. Uh, and, you know, I, with that, I wondered, you know, with proper mentorship and support, can other individuals like Mr. Bickmulson find that same passion for art? Um, you know, after talking to a few of my own friends about the idea, I got a lot of positive encouragement. I got a lot of feedback from them. And that ultimately led me to create the Autism Buddy Program, uh, now called the Zenevi Buddy Program. 
Um, and that was just as a way to find other children and young adults like Mr. Bickmull's son and you know, introduce them to art or you know, continue to develop and refine their um, existing skills. And you know, engaging with the buddies has been just an amazing experience overall. I, I've personally witnessed the interaction between the buddies, uh, you know, the trust they've developed in each other and how the support from the volunteer artists continues to, to help the autistic artists, you know, especially, you know, as you guys were talking about, you know, that social aspect where those with autism struggle the most um, and that, that social interaction that comes with the buddy program, even if it is only, you know, an hour every week is really important. And especially in, you know, these times of COVID where that socialization is um, already so limited and so restricted. Um, and, you know, and similarly in this virtual environment, just seeing the artwork that the buddies are able to create together, it, it's just truly, it's remarkable, you know, what they're able to do uh, and you know, how amazing that artwork is. That sounds wonderful. All of it sounds, uh, as I often find myself saying, it sounds like just the right thing to do, um, you know, for, for people, uh, autism or not. It's just, you know, getting people together, making those connections. It's really a, a, a healthy thing for all of us. Um, I have a couple of more detailed questions. If you could like give us, um, you, you both referenced sort of finding artists and, and sort of latching on to them at young ages and hoping that they stick with art, you know, for a longer period of time. So, Yuvraj, uh, how do you how do you identify individuals who would be ideal candidates for this program, and how do you put them together with the buddies? Um, and then a follow-up question, different one, is uh, in this virtual environment that we're living in, are buddies creating art like over Zoom calls? Are they are they doing this um, together from separate locations and then somehow sharing their art? I just just talk us through a little bit more of the details of what it looks like to to have a buddy. Yeah. So for the uh, for your first question, um, I guess I can start with how we get volunteer artists. Um, so so at the beginning, you know, we are, we are still in the early stages, um, and it's really started with me reaching out to close friends, uh, family members that I knew were interested in art, um, you know, those personal connections, and and finding those as kind of those first uh, volunteer artists. Uh, we've also done outreach to schools and colleges, and actually recently that has led to a partnership with the art therapy program at Temple University, uh, and they're going to be providing volunteer artists uh, for the buddy program. Um, as for the um, artist buddies, you know, we found them at special needs advocacy organizations, uh, as well as just individuals who are already involved with Zenevieve. Uh, you know, again, ranging from, you know, nine to mid-20s to 50 uh, that, that have joined and been paired up with the volunteer artists. Um, on our website as well, there's a form uh, to sign up as either a volunteer buddy or an artist buddy, and we've received input um, from there as well uh, for, for both. Right. Let's pause. I also do a lot of uh, PR for Anderson, so let's let's get your website out there real quick. Yeah, so it's zenaviv.com, so Z-E-N-A-V-I-V.com uh, slash buddy program. Fantastic. All right, that's zenaviv.com slash buddy program. So I understand this a little bit better now. So, so you're basically... Uh, publicizing and promoting what you're doing to those organizations that often are really formed and, and often led by family members and parents of children on the autism spectrum and also professionals who are working in the field of special needs uh, services and letting people know that you're out there. And then I love the fact that you started with um, friends and family in terms of the volunteer artists. Has that aspect grown at all? Have you, are you seeing an increase in people le learning about the program um, a little bit more farther, like a little farther removed from your, in your personal circle who are trying to get involved in becoming volunteers? 
Yeah, I, I definitely do think so, you know, through just word of mouth. And then also we've continued to do outreach to other high schools, universities and um, organizations. Uh, and, you know, and as we go forward in the future, we hope to continue building those connections like as we did with uh, Temple University for both mentors or for both the volunteer artists and um, art, artist buddies. I think it's wonderful. And congratulations on the connection with Temple University. I think that's really a big win for you. Um, yeah. Tell us where where are you both located? Where it, I mean, in terms of like where 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 is uh, I don't know is that a view headquarters? <laughs> uh, we are in Northern Virginia, just outside DC, uh, Eliza. Well, you're well positioned in a complete, uh, easy access, easy access, and, and lots around there. Absolutely. Um, I just like to give context for our listeners in terms of whether you're, you know, we're in New York, so whether you're New York, York based or farther away. But um, you know, having said that, if I may say one thing, sure, here, of course, the artists from are from all over the country. Mm-hmm. The twenty-seven artists, you know, we have you know about less than half from local, and the rest are all from across the country. That's fantastic. So, um, what? Uh, I'm looking at the time. I have too many questions. I have to limit my questions. So um, I guess one would be, uh, do you have any thoughts or have you had any success outside of the university system, which I'm assuming you probably want to continue to grow, but even like high schools, um, there are so many high school students who are either in need of or looking for community service hours and volunteer opportunities as they get ready to move into a college setting. Um, Have you had any luck with with young uh, artists um, from from area high schools who might become volunteers? Is that something you're interested in? Yeah, definitely, uh, Eliza. We are looking at it. And in fact, uh, one of your arts classmate itself is uh, one of the volunteers. Um, however, uh, one of the matching criteria we try to do is because the eventual goal is to use art as a mechanism to build a connection between them, right? yes. build a buddy relationship between them. So we also need people of different age groups. Yes, right. right? We'll just so, get nine to 59, so yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we go through, you know, high school kids, college, and outside. Yeah, Professional good. and amateur artists, but all of them. So I guess my closing question would just, we have a few minutes um, from both of you. What are your hopes and plans for the future? What do you really want to see happen, you know, over the next couple of years? I would like to see at least thousands of kids' talent being identified, nurtured, and recognized, mm-hmm. right? And especially that's for the kids and for the adults, especially the young and uh, later, uh, is basically they feel that they're worth, right? They feel their worth. They recognize that they're part of the part of the community. Right. You know, that comes through improved self-esteem and recognition and probably some income, so on and so forth, right? But those are the two I see as eventual goals are uh, doing it through Zenevive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Great you know, goal. What about you, Yuprash? Yeah, I mean, as the buddy program and Zenevive continue to grow, you know, I, I think the ultimate goal for me uh, is really just having neurodiversity be truly embraced, appreciated, and integrated into the fabric of our community. Um, and you know, I hope that in just beyond the scope of the buddy program alone, that as we continue to grow, we're able to influence others to take action uh, in their own local communities, you know, with that goal of accepting and promoting neurodiversity. I think that's uh, that all sounds great to me. And I would add that, you know, your own story, Raj, about how you happened, you know, upon all of this as you were shadowing a physician in a hospital and saw this calendar, you know, that speaks to um, 
the, the silos we can all find ourselves in, especially during challenging times where it just feels safer to kind of stay in your own lane and think about one thing at a time. And, and in that particular circumstance, you obviously saw something and let it affect you um, in a way that you probably weren't expecting it to that day when you're looking at a calendar on a wall. So, um, so I, I think that's a really good message for everybody uh, right now is just, you know, be open, be aware and, and, don't tell yourself that you can't, you know, make a difference because chances are you can if you decide you want to. So I will leave it there. Uh, Harish Bikmal and Yuvraj Sethi from Zenaviv and the Buddy Program. Uh, really, really appreciate you talking with me this morning and sharing all of your good work. Um, for more information, you should check out their website at zenaviv.com slash buddy program and find out more about how you can get involved, how you can volunteer, how you might be able to get your loved one on the autism spectrum involved. And let's keep creating, right? <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Eliza. I much appreciate the opportunity to come back and chat with you. Absolutely. Always nice to know what's going on. Get, let, let us know when you have some new things and we'll have you back on again. Appreciate Thank you so much for your time today, gentlemen. And this is uh, 1 in 54, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 54, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at the same time next week. 